Warning, the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of Clan Imperial Guard, Radio Link Net, or their sponsors. This show is intended for a mature audience only. Parental discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Listening to the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard in the Emperor's Court, powered by the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. Yeah, baby, that's the way I like it. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids. You're going Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. There we go. Sorry, folks. My damn mic cut out. Sitting here, I'm talking to myself, doing my intro. I'm like, why the hell isn't this working? I don't see the little things moving up and down. That's not good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are, I assume we're working. You're being able to hear me because I see my little voice meter going. So this is the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard coming live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight. And we have one whopper of a show. Uh, maybe not as big as we had hoped. Um, a couple of things we wanted to do didn't get done in time for this show. But hey, there's always next week. So, what'd you think of Wark Radio about anime? Tonight's it was its first debut showing. Obviously, it was a debut, and it would be first, Emp, because that's what debut means. All right, then. Anyways, what'd you think? I want your comments. OneGReborn.com, send them in, or send them to me after this show to EMP1G. That is my AIM account. Stealth, if you're listening, your ass is in the pan now, my man. You were given a chance. You could have walked away, but you decided to make an ass of yourself. Now you're fucked. That was your warning. Now we're coming for you. All right, that being done, sad announcement, good announcement, sad announcement too. Uh, obviously the good announcement is obviously is that Work Radio aired tonight and will be a staple here at the uh, 1G Network, provided by and sponsored by HarborBlueGroup.com. Sorry, I'm getting my paperwork here shuffled in order. It all kind of fell on the ground, so I got to... I don't know. All right, sad announcement. Uh, Xavier Standardite is actually being put on permanent hiatus. The reason is that Zerum's Counter-Strike team, his Counter-Strike source team, has been uh, officially uh, professionally sponsored. So they've been have, they have a very tough, very, uh, very heavy work schedule, a lot of scrimmages, a lot of meetings, a lot of stuff, and... Unfortunately, his practices and, and games were conflicting with the time that he wanted to do the show. He was dying to do the show, but at the same time, he has responsibility to his Counter-Strike team. So I said, you know what? Let's put this on hold. It's a good show. We can always bring it back later. We'll do it another time. You take care of your business right now because, let's face it, how many of us get to play on a sponsored team that's going to play at the pro level? Not many. Having been there for Quake 1 and for Quake 3, let me tell you, it is well worth it. So, Zaram, best of luck to you. He's going to be around this side. He pops in every now and again, so he's no stranger to 1G. He's still on staff. 
So we'll still see him. That show will air again down the road. But for now, Zerim's uh, concentrating on his Counter-Strike clan. And more power to him. Best of luck to you, buddy. All right. There is the semi-sad uh, announcement we had tonight. All right. Topics of discussion this evening. Before that, if you want to get in on the discussion, hit us up at irc.com. SolidIRC.com. We're in channel 1G. Also, you want to hit us up on AOL's Instant Messenger. You can at EMP, the number 1, the letter G. That's EMP1G. All right, topics of discussion tonight. Vanguard. We have a preview of Vanguard, the Saga of Heroes, another MMORPG that's getting ready to release later this year. I'm beginning to question whether or not it'll be out in 2006, considering it's not even in beta yet, and there, I, don't be, I don't believe it's in beta. Uh, no, that's not right. It is in beta. So I, I take that back. I'm sorry. I'm looking at another. I'm looking at my notes for something else. Uh, it is in beta. It is due out sometime in 2006. So we'll go ahead and take a look at that. Some highlights. Some interesting things. And the question I'm going to post to you is: It is it World of Warcraft Junior, or is it the next uh, pace-setting MMORPG? I don't know. I still got my money pinned on Darkfall. We will see. But I'll give you that uh, rundown. Also, Empire at War, Star Wars Empire at War, released on Wednesday. And, oh, what a bucket of shit was thrown on this one. We have this to discuss, and that'll be the first topic of discussion tonight once I get through uh, all my topics here. So that is something I'm going to talk about. World of Warcraft, folks. What would it be for an Emperor's Court to have not have a bash session for Blizzard's World of Warcraft? And I still contend the next positive thing that happens that's, you know, somewhat interesting or even remotely major, I will be more than happy to bring up. However, that is not the case. As, uh, once again, Blizzard has stepped in it with both feet and is shoveling it with both hands. We will get to that, too, in the Winer segment a little later on. All right, that being the case, also, we have, thanks to Jahala, the three beta keys being offered up for the March 24th Guild Wars beta that will be open up. He has three keys. He has donated to the website. So we will be giving those out for a uh, in a show contest we've been doing, much like the $10 contest we used to do back in the day. I will play a music tune from a game. You will then send me the name of the game to my email at emperor1g at cox, cox.net. I will pick one winner by next Saturday, and that winner will get the beta key sent to him. We had 31 responses to last week's game. Uh, 21 of them were correct. I expected this a little more. Um, actually, uh, six of you had the right game series, you had the wrong game. And I have picked a winner. We will get to that towards the end of the show before the next contest. So we have one winner for the beta keys already. We'll have another one later. Yes, World of Warcraft is getting boring. It's already been boring. That's kind of the problem. All right. Anyways, let's get to it. Empire at War was released on on Wednesday of this week. I'm sorry, Thursday the 16th. But for some of us, we got it on Tuesday and on Wednesday. Tuesday for me because I'm in the know. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more. Okay, highly anticipated by quite a few people, including myself. Uh, if you remember, I did a couple shows previously about Empire War and uh, things that I had found interesting and things that I had hoped for, that it was you know, going to be a mix of Homeworld versus Warcraft, or Homeworld mixed with Warcraft, and you know, it you know, would give birth and regurgitate out a uh, Star Wars clone. Apparently, that has not been the case. Finally, we get to see what the, what the multiplayer is like, and let me tell you, it's... Different, it's fast-paced when it works. Now, I'm talking about the space battles. The land battles, oh, that's a whole different story. You see, Empire of War pits you as the Empire against the Rebellion in the Star Wars universe. And apparently, storyline-wise, it takes place before the Battle of Yavin. 
Um, I'm not really sure why that is, since a couple of the maps uh, maps include uh, the Hoth campaign, but yeah, whatever the case. Um, so that is when the storyline supposedly takes place. Now, it features space battles, like the kind you see on TV and the movies. You know, the Star Wars. Think of, um, you know, Return of the Jedi and that giant-ass space battle at the end. Well, think of that every single game. That's basically what it comes down to. And you could pit anywhere from one-on-one matches uh, all the way up to four-on-fours in skirmish mode, which is basically... You know, your, your typical uh, cookie-cutter RTS where you mine resources, you spit out units, and then you go beat the hell out of each other with a couple twists, and we'll get to that um, in a minute. One of the most interesting things, most uh, one of the uh, most interesting aspects of the game is the fact that you can play campaign mode against somebody else. Now, what this is, for those of you old-schoolers who actually suffered through Rebellion like I did with uh, Highlander, um, you'll know that... By the way, I'm supposed to give a shout-out to somebody... I, Mim, do you have that? Finally, I'm supposed to give a shout out to some kind of some guild on Gorefiend and World of Warcraft. I promised I would, and I don't have it in front of me. Let's see if we can find it. Um, anyways, what you do with the campaign is it's real time, so you don't have any. It's not turn based. Everything's happening at once, and your your credits come in and they they update every few seconds, every few minutes. And you have to there's it can be up to 52 different planets, and you have to conquer them, land your troops on them, beat the hell out of the other guy, or nuke the planet to oblivion, what have you. And as you take more planets, you gain more resources, you build your fleets, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it works like that. It's very interesting because it's two players. Now, one of the things that I kind of aggravated about is the fact that you can't save the campaign. So you get going, you play, and you've got to keep playing. So either you beat the hell out of the other guy and he quits or concedes, or you conquer all 52 planets in one sitting. Let me tell you. We're talking Molten Core Raid for newbies. Eight, ten-hour sittings if you got two very well-matched opponents. I haven't done it yet, but I've talked to people that have. Um, other aspects of the game. It does have heroes. Heroes, all the heroes that you would expect to see. Emperor Palpatine, Boba Fett, uh, Darth Vader. You've got Mara Jade. Don't, I don't know. Don't ask me, folks. I'm kind of pissed, though. No Admiral Thrawn. Why? Friggin' Rebellion had Thrawn. Hell, it had Dala. Admiral Dala. No Thrawn. No Dala. No Super Star Destroyers. No TIE Advance. No TIE Defenders. No Assault Gunboats. It's like, you know, what the hell? No B-Wings. No T-Wings. No cool shit. None of that. But it does have heroes. And on the land battle, in the campaign mode, if you're playing single player, basically, if you got three heroes, you can conquer a planet. You know, you've got Mara Jade, which can convert enemy troops into your own troops. You've got uh, Darth Vader, which just freaking goes apeshit with his lightsaber. The Emperor goes apeshit with his lightsaber. He can, uh, he's can. he got uh, the Force Lightning Bolt. He can, like, zap people. Um, what the hell? He's got something else, too. That's kind of cool. What is it? Ah, it doesn't matter. He's got another... They've each got one or two different... Uh, one or two different skills. I'm a little disappointed in the way that the land combat came out. It's clunky. It's slow. Um, I don't particularly like the maps. There isn't a whole lot of... Um, th there could be better explanation, but, uh, you know, it it's pretty much their basic units. Like, you got AT-AT walkers, you got ATST walkers, you've got, you know, rebel tanks and artillery. It's... It's very difficult. Now, I'll, you know, I'll save that for... I'll, let, me, let, me con, let me continue. I'll save that till, till later. I'll give you the final rundown on the game in a minute. Let, let's let's keep going here. So I, the land battles, to me, don't have a great deal of interest. It just seems... It's just boring. It's too slow. Way too slow. Now, when it comes up to the space battles... Whoa, Jimmy. Different story. All right. Space battles. 
The only... Well, I have a couple bitches. I have a couple... Oh, that's right. Corruption. Thank you, Divine Justice. I, have, I, I love the space battles, and I hate the space battles in a, in a few ways. The biggest thing I hate, no replay function. What the fuck? Westwood, where the hell are you? Dude, Westwood employs the ones who help found the Pluto Tark or whatever the hell it is. Where's the replay option, baby? Come on. You're killing your community. There's no observer mode either for, for online games. Come on. Come on. The only way to do it is if you create, like, uh, if you want to do a one-on-one, -on -one, you create a, it's got to be a two-on-two. -two. And then you have somebody in there that doesn't build or do anything except, you know, hog resources. And I guess you can call a game that way. The problem is you can only see things on your side, whatever team you're stuck with. You can only see from their perspective. You can't see what the other team's doing. So that was kind of disappointing to me. No observer mode, no replay function. Um, I was very disappointed in those two things, which hopefully they'll patch in. Uh, I don't see anybody else on their uh, forums or the community screaming for it. Their community, is, it's something to be said. I mean, it, these are your, your Star Wars pukes. You know what? That brings something up. This has pissed me off to no end since Wednesday. I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about the jackasses that play it. Yeah, I'm looking at you, person who spells Emperor E-P-E-M-P-O-R-E-R, -E -E for the Emperor. What? And there's like like 50 million of them. Okay, I, I understand. My name's Emperor, but mine comes from like, it's a historical Napoleonic thing. These people are, I freaking, they think they're the, the Star Wars people themselves. You should see some of these, the role-playing guilds, clans. That bought the game so they can live out their fantasies. I Jesus Christ, this is an RTS. This isn't a role-playing game. But it's like Emperor 5618 for the Emperor 8483. The misspelling of this name wants to drive me up a wall. And I'm sitting there in the chat lobby, obviously named Emperor, the Emperor with the 1G brackets, and I've got it properly spelled. So I'm guiding, guessing either these are literate shut-ins or they're literate shut-ins. They're just idiots. That mistyped and didn't know it. But the problem is, they continue to compound it. I mean, if you're sitting in the, in the lobby and you want to name yourself the Emperor, like the other 50 million people in there, uh, wouldn't you happen to look at it and say, you know, that's kind of odd, the way they spell it with the, with the O there. And then there's these people out there, and, and they're pimping out their clans, they're pimping out their guilds, and logging up, they're lagging up the chat, because that's exactly what I want to see is, join the rebellion, join the Imperial Defense Force, or uh, the Imperial Liberators of Rebellion, or... It's, it's the Sith Lords, the Dark... Yeah, exactly. Cinebo's got it going. The lot Sith Lords and Dark Lords and Jedis and this and that. It's like, look, you're not a Jedi. Because you dress in a brown robe and don't wash yourself and you carry around a plastic sword does not make you a Jedi. Because you walk up to somebody, wave your hand in their face and say, go do what I want, does not make you a Jedi. Telling your buddies that the date that you paid for to come out with you actually went out with you because you tricked her using your super force ability does not make you a Jedi. It makes you a goddamn liar and a filthy loser. Stop naming yourself after characters in the movies. Stop naming your clans after groups from the movies. It's not fun. It's not original. It's not funny. It's embarrassing, and you wonder why we get such a bad rap from the normal mainstream press when you got these assholes running around. You know what? Anybody remember when the Star Wars movies, the new ones were just coming out, and they're running those stupid ads on TV? It's like the the two people... Thank you. The Dark Sith Lord Emperor... There you go. Anyways, they're sitting in front of the, um, uh, the theater, and they're like camping out for like a month. 
and people come up behind her or they get in front of her and they're like, this isn't the movie you're looking for. And then they walk away and everybody thought that was funny. That wasn't funny. That was a cry for help on national TV. If You know what? They probably kept that thing and used it for an ad for the suicide hotline. Because in five or ten years when these people look at themselves in the mirror and they realize, wow, the only thing in life I've accomplished was throwing a week or a month of work and school away so I could wait in line to see a shitty movie. And let's not, you know, let's not kid ourselves, folks. That first movie was shit. It was crap, and you know it. Star Wars fans are not close to Trekkies. You know, I'll tell you, at least the Trekkies are nerds. You want, Trekkies are friggin' smart people. Or Trekkers, they want to be known these days. I mean, they own, like, bars, and they're professors, and they're physicists, and they're, I mean, these are people that normally don't have a whole lot of social uh, outlets to begin with. The Emperor also. See, this is what happens. The IRC channel has gotten away from me now. There's three or four, okay, now there's seven different Emperors with different embarrassing spellings. This isn't, thanks. All right, but you get my point. It, to me, it ruins the experience. I'm logging in to play, and you know what? And it, it ruins my experience to a, uh, to a, uh, a degree. Because when I play these guys like The Rebellion Forever or for the Emporium. <laughs> Actually, I got, I got an idea for that, the Emporium. Tell me there isn't a commercial in this, in this little rant. Tell me there's something I'm missing. There's got to be a commercial here that I could talk about. Absolutely, there's one here. People start thinking about it. Send me ideas. Emperor1g at cox.net. All right, they're, they're changing themselves back to the real names. Good, I can tell who, which asshole is which. But it, it gives me a bit of experience when I want to, or it gives me a little fun experience when I beat these people and they're like, the rebellion is lost! I'm like, you lost the game, you schmuck. Oh, woe is the rebellion! We are crushed! Or the ones that start off the game. It's the same assholes that go into like a PvP battle in World of Warcraft and they're like, for the horde! No, no, you're not for the horde. You're in front of me, so you're for me. Get your ass out there and get shot first, so when you die, I get to go in front of you and kill the guy that killed you because he's out of mana. For the horde! For the alliance! I understand you're having fun. I understand you pay your money the same as I do. I just It's kind of like the gay lesbian thing on, on World of Warcraft. I don't want to be subjected to you. Uninstall the game, then uninstall your life. You fat, mother-humping, llama-licking, Sith Lord-sucking, Emperor misspelling, not bathing... Brown coat wearing, plastic sword wielding, skipping work for a month, ticket waiting, fat, acne ridden, mama loving, home socially inept ridden, loser. Go ahead and write that down. That's basically what it comes down to. That's what you are. You're ruining the game and the experience. I mean, well, that's not, you're not ruining your reputation. Uh, you're pretty much living up to that. I mean, look, if you want to be a Star Wars fan, that's fine. But at least be a literate Star Wars fan. Don't be a friggin' misspelling jackass. And for those of you who get to face off with me, if I'm online and playing, if it's working, if I start ridiculing you or screaming at you or, you know, giving you new four-letter combinations you didn't even know were possible like fucko and fucktard and what have you, know that I do this with the most contempt I could possibly have for you and your life. Now, getting back to the game. Now, it pits, it's actually got only got two factions, obviously, because of Rebellion versus the Empire. 
and in this way, it limits the game. I think on its on its longevity of how much it's how much is going to be fun. To me, the strategies involved are going to be three or four different strategies. They're going to be very, uh, very cookie cutter, very concrete. You're not going to see a great deal of of uh, offshooting or different misspelling jackass. There you go, Inadar. Props. I think it's going to limit the fun, and it's going to be a question of how long the longevity of the game as far as entertainment value. I think if you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, you know, then you're probably going to love this for the rest of your natural life because you don't have anything else to love and nothing else loves you. That being the case, for the rest of us normal folks, um, Neba, I'm looking at you. But for the rest of us normal folks, it's going to be fun for a while, and then after four or five months, it's going to dissipate. Now, that would be extended with replays, with Observer Mode, because we could do shoutcast of it. You know, Emperor. See, there you go, Warky. Yeah, you guys are getting into it. Ruining the show, but you're getting into it. Things like that, options like that, would give the game, would give the community a chance to build around it. There's no ladder system, which means we got to rely on Gay Spy. And, oh, mother, we're coming to that in a minute. But, there's, I don't know if there's a map. Actually, Loki brings up a good question. Emperor. Zinro, formerly of the Radio Link staff, um, look at brings up a good question. Is there a map editor? I believe there is because there's an option for custom maps, and that's the biggest bitch I have about about the online uh, the online space battles is the fact that the maps are extremely small. There isn't a lot of room for maneuver. There's not a, r a lot of room for different kind of strategies or or ambushes. There's a kind of ambush you can do, and I'm using it to great effect. But then again, the game's only been out for four or five days. That's not going to work forever. But If it had better options, if the maps were bigger, I think it would be a little more entertaining. Now, the way the game is played online for uh, space battles is you have uh, f five or six different preset um, asteroid mines that you can capture and then blow up and then recapture, etc. Um, and then each one of them has a couple different uh, defense satellites that you can also capture and buy and what have you. They've got like a tavern type thing where you can buy uh, neutral heroes like pirate skiffs and, and pirate frigates and... They're decent for the beginning of the match. I mean, it's something else a little... It gives a little flair to it. It gives a little flavor. But the maps are just too small, and it really cordons you off, and it, you always know where the enemy space station is going to spawn. There's never a question as to where their base is. All right? At least in Warcraft 3 or in Dawn of War, you're not always entirely sure of which starting location your opponent's going to be in. Not so in, in Empire of War. No, that, that wasn't very clever. But there's a couple different... All right, see, this is this is Neva. This is what, what I was alluding to. Neva says, I think the ability to call space reinforcements right to a battle is a little shady. Hell yeah, it's shady. And you better believe I'm abusing that bastard as much as I can before I fix it. I'm, I'm practically living on that. Okay, folks, you want to know my strategy? Real simple. When these jackasses come up to my base and they're thinking, Oh, this guy's a noob. He ain't built shit. He's got like three TIE fighters. And they start pounding on my base. It never occurs to them that I've spent the last 20 minutes with only three TIE Fighters doing nothing. And this realization stays there right up until the fact that I start bringing in four Star Destroyers and a Victory Star Destroyer and some cruisers, and I bring them in right in the middle of the battle, right behind them, so you can't retreat. You see, that's the thing about space battles in Empire Wars, is that it's, it's, they try to make it physically possible. In other words, your ships don't turn particularly fast because a giant battleship in space isn't going to turn very fast. 
So your micro, it really goes down to your fighters, not necessarily your warships. And that those things about hard points, look, folks, and, and 2 and 2, 3 and 3, 4 and 4, hard points don't mean, exa- they mean exactly dick. They don't mean anything. Don't waste time with the hard points. I mean, maybe one, maybe two. It's a trap! Yeah, pretty much. So just when they think they're doing great, their retreat's cut off by I warp in all my spaceships behind them, and they can't turn around and run. They're stuck. And I do it every single game. Now, you think common sense would set it, even if they've never played me, you got to imagine somebody else has figured it out, and you got to imagine somebody else has figured that it could happen to them. Nope. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh, I can't believe he did that. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, he's cheating. He's bringing his, his ships and we're firing on his, his uh, space station. I could understand if you had a complaint about the space station continuing to construct ships while it's under attack. But the fact is that I saved... And Divine Justice and, and Mechahawk, if they're listening, can uh, vouch for me on this. I mean, I'll wait till those poor bastards are right up against my, my uh, space station, and then I just drop them in and destroy them. And there's nothing they can do about it except throw their arms up and type away what an asshole I am. And not that I'm disagreeing. I mean, I am that asshole, but, I mean, you're the, you know, the fucktard that fell for it and came on in. I mean, come on, folks. I mean, the game's obviously been out for, for only three or four days, but I gotta imagine even somebody just bought the game. I I didn't even read the instruction manual. I played one game with Divine, I think it was Divine Justice. We played a one-on-one, and I figured out what the hell I was doing. It's very linear. Now, I'll tell you what, if the Emperor, if the Empire gets a tech advantage, if they get to Victory Star Destroyers, you are fucked. You might as well bend over, grab your ankles, smile, and say, can I please have another? Because that's going to be a one-way trip to hell. If they're early going, the Empire or the Rebellion has fighter superiority. After that, <laughs> nothing. Your Mon Calamari Cruisers and your Assault Frigates are exactly shit compared to an ISD. There's nothing you can do. So far, in the early going of the four days I played with Divine Justice and Mechahawk, this has been a replay of Rome Total War. It's just been a raping from one end to the other. We have been on a roll. So, Empire War. Now, here's the big downside. The big downside. As of its release on Thursday, the game did not work multiplayer-wise. They ran into the exact same problem that Creative Assembly had for Total War Rome and Total War Rome Barbarian Invasion, where that when the game was released on Gay Spy, which is who they contracted to carry their online services... They only allow up to 30 people in a chat room to play a game. But the programming allowed up to 100 people to try to connect at one time, get into the chat room, and then crash. 100,000 copies of the game were sold. Every Jagoff wants to be a Jedi and be the new Obi-Wan Kenobi or Anakin Skywalker, and they want to log in and play the game. So you can imagine the fun that that was, trying to log on against the 50,000 other people trying to do the same thing. So the game didn't work. Their community forums turn on flame. Everyone's spamming them as well they should. The game just came out. You think somebody would have had... Does anybody pay attention to past uh, trends? Somebody needs to send an email to every single game company and link them to my audio article I did a year ago and say, listen to this guy, follow what he says. If you can check off his list then your game is ready to go play online. Obviously, either LucasArts or Plutocrat or both, or Plutarch, kicked this thing out the door and it was not ready. There was no, instead of a demo, they should have released a goddamn stress test for their online play. Anyways, a day goes, they actually had a patch in place the same day it was released because people who bought the DVD uh, version could not install the game. 
So they they uploaded a patch. That's good. I'm one. I'm of I'm of two minds about this. One is because I'm thinking you kick this thing out the door when it obviously had problems. You patched it on the same day, so you knew these problems were going to take place. On the other side, I'm thinking at least you patched the game and you did it on the first day. The second day, on Friday, they put a patch in. That's well, it's Friday evening. They put a patch in that allowed people that fixed the uh, uh, problem for people logging on to the onto GameSpy. So now you can have up to four or five hundred people, or, or what have you, as many as you can, and cram into a GameSpy server. Here's the other problem. You see, it never occurred to them to see if GameSpy servers could handle more than 12 or 13 games going on at once. Because as the rest of us found out in Rome Total War, when you have more than 50 people in one chat room, the games stop working. Now, cram three or four hundred of these misspelling uh, socialites into a server, all trying to make games. It doesn't work. They've had two patches within the first three days the game has been out. Four games, four days now. The games... Three and three and small. Three and three, you've got about a 50-50 chance of getting the game off. Two on two, you chance about 75% of getting the game off. Only thing that fires off almost every time is a one-on-one match. Every time you go up with more players, all of a sudden the game no longer functions. You start running into serious problems trying to get the game to play online. And I'm talking skirmish mode. I know a lot of people are having problems with the campaign mode as well, but skirmish mode is what I'm primarily talking about. Don't even try a 4-on-4. Four four. You can't. The first day and a half, I played against a computer with Divine and Mechahawk because we couldn't get anybody to connect to our games. Even now, it's, it's ridiculous. They're going to have to put in another patch or, or address this game spy issue somewhere. And don't tell me LucasArts doesn't have money. I piss on that notion. In fact, I'll do that right now on my carpeting just to illustrate the point. No, I won't. But the idea is, or the point is, you know what? You've got money. There's no reason that you couldn't have made this game one of your staples. Let's be honest, LucasArts and the Star Wars franchise does not have a good track record for games. They don't. X-Wing, cool. TIE Fighter, great. X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, sucked. Rebellion, sucked. Battlefront, blue. Never, don't hand me that bullshit. You know it and I know it. Star Wars Galaxy, yawn. You want to talk about an RPG that's got problems? That one, still. Hell, they didn't have any vehicles in the game for the first year. Yeah, they got some serious issues with their firewalls. I don't, I don't know if it's firewalls, look. I, I know that's one of the things some people brought up, but it's got problems. If you want my honest-to-God opinion, and this is what it comes down to, and this is the final review for Empire at War, at least through the first week, having played it myself, is the fact that this. Is it a fun game? Yes, it has entertaining aspects. Is it worth the 50 bucks? Uh, if everything worked the way it should... I would say, yeah, Knights of the Old Republic, I'm sorry. You people like the Knights of the Old Republic, okay. Jedi Knight, sucked. KOTR, you people like it, more power to you. All right, Knights of the Old Republic, you liked. All right, so that's what, two, three titles out of all the rest. It was not a good game. Battlefront 2 was a great game system, but no one bought it. Well, now you know why. Galactic Battlegrounds, Blue, Work. He's like Superstar Wars for NES was cool. All right. But, yeah, but now you know why nobody bought Battlefront 2. It's like, 
we're tired of buying Star Wars games because all you do is you chuck it full of the sound effects and music from the game. Well, that's nice. Then you throw in our characters that we you know we know from the movies and the books, and that's cool. And then the gameplay, you know, they turn on the suck when it comes to the gameplay. Jedi Knight 2 did not suck. Yes, it did. And the fact that you're defending it says that you swallow. So, oh! Dark Forces rocked. Shadows of the Empire. You know what? Shadows of the Empire for the, uh, for the uh, what the hell was it? N64? That wasn't too bad. I liked the Hoth, the Hoth battle. The rest of them I didn't care for, but eh, it was all right. Rogue Squadron. That was very homophobic. Mecca, don't say it in IRC and then say it also on Instant Messenger. One or the other, buddy. I can read it. You don't need to send it on. I'm going to send it to an MSN and IRC. He's bound to read it. Yeah, I get it. Jedi Power Battle. Okay, now you're just making shit up. <laughs> yeah, I know we're past it. We're way past our uh, break point. All right, folks, we got to get to the break. Um, after the break, we're going to take a look at Vanguard Saga of Heroes. Is it the newest uh, generation of MMORPGs we looked at the future for? Or is it just another regurgitated World of Warcraft Jr. with different graphics and a different name? You be the judge on my review. Up next, after the break. Citizens of Azeroth, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. It has come to my attention that Blizzard Incorporated located in Irvine, California are being girly men and not releasing patches or servicing their servers. As the governor of California, I pledge to step in and force Blizzard to release bug-free patches, keep their servers running, give the Aussies their own server, and make Battlegrounds worth a damn. And if they don't, I'll terminate them. Arnold in 2008. tired of people whining about their lot in life? Do they piss you off about how they're only concerned with themselves? Then you need the Learn To Playbook. With this book in hand, you're armed to combat the malcontents with quick-fire responses. So the next time that cripple complains about his bad luck, tell him to shut the hell up and learn to walk. If your minority employee claims racial discrimination, tell him to shut the hell up and learn to Caucasian. If your woman bitches about not wanting to put out Tell her to shut the hell up and learn to suck. Telling whiners to shut the hell up since 2005. That's the Learn to Play book. This advertisement brought to you by Britney Spears' Guide to Hoeing and Drinking. Pop diva Britney Spears wants to teach you how to party like a rock star. This step-by-step -step DVD tutorial will teach you how to drink and sleep your way through a weekend. She'll show you how to ruin your reputation overnight and how to date married men with kids. And if that wasn't enough, she'll even show you how to destroy your marriage in a matter of weeks. Sure, this may sound like a crappy life, but remember, everything looks better when you're wasted, and she's rich, so it must work. That's the Britney Spears Guide to Hoeing and Drinking.
ready, Master? I'm not ready. Hey guys, join me, DOT, for State of Warcraft on Wednesdays, where I'll be covering the latest throws and throwing news and events, as well as the top tournaments that are going on, and anything else to do with the Warcraft 3 scene in general. So please, join me on Wednesdays, as I'll be covering a State of Warcraft. Yes, my lord. As you wish. Hey folks, this is Emperor here for Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth. Chinese gold farmers would like you to waste your hard-earned money on valueless online currency. Okay, real quick. That commercial may not have been the best, but let's be honest, those are pretty damn good impressions. Alright, now back to the commercial. Hey folks, this is Emperor here for Chinese gold farmers of Azeroth. Chinese gold farmers would like you to waste your hard-earned money on valueless online currency. Buy your level 40 mount, or the best armor and weapons to fight the opposing faction for as little as $300 American. Sure, it's illegal, but that never stopped us before. That's Chinese gold farmers of Azeroth, putting the chink in your enemy's armor. You're back in the Emperor's Court on the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. There, I said it. Now give me my money. Here at the Emperor's Court. This is the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight, and you're in the Emperor's Court with me. And we're heading into segment two of the show. If you want to get in the conversation, if you're just tuning in, it's about damn time. We are on irc.solidirc.com. We're in channel 1G. If you want to go ahead and check us in and get in on the conversation, go ahead and join us. If you want to hit us up at uh, AWOL's Instant Messenger at EMP, the number one, the letter G, feel free to do so. If you have a comment about the show, something you want to tell me off the air, something that occurs to you during the week while you're waiting for your welfare check to arrive in the mail, send me an email to emperor1g at coxcox.net. Don't forget, coming up later is the uh, uh, beta key uh, contest for the Guild Wars uh, beta on... I'm sorry, not beta key. Yeah, it's a beta key, isn't it? Yeah, for the Guild Wars uh, open beta on March the 24th, I believe that is the case. Courtesy of Jahala. Thank you from Jahala of our forums. Definitely check it out. OneGeroBorn.com. We want you to sign up and talk and join our community. Rather large, a lot of games going on. So you've got my review for Empire at War. You don't necessarily have to agree with it. You will. You don't have to, but you will. Yes, yes, I'm fixing that right now. Um, but my and I, my suggestion is I would really wait. Wait a couple weeks. Wait for them to try and, and see if they can implement uh, maybe another patch or two and fix a couple of the problems. Uh, that seems to be... Uh, would be to me to <laughs> that would seem to me to be the smartest uh suggest smartest thing to do at the moment. God, I'm sorry. I'm trying to fix this damn thing as I go here. I'm getting the new the next contest song ready. Contest number two. This one will actually be pretty easy. At least it should be. But uh, yeah, summary general. Okay, good. Gotta make sure I've got this up and, and queued up for the contest at the third segment of the uh, show this evening. But definitely wait a couple weeks. Let them uh, instant know a couple patches. Check in with the show, too, uh, the Emperor's Court, and, or check on our forums. We have a uh, Empire War forums open to the public now for everybody to uh, go ahead and read and post and what have you. So see what we're saying. There's four or five of the guards with me that have gone ahead and gotten the game. Uh, and we'll let you know how it goes. And, and Neb is saying to go ahead and buy it now. I want to make sure he's... T what the hell are you talking about? Are you saying to go ahead and buy Empire War now? Yeah, 
I was working on putting together a Penny Arcade Force because there's a bunch of us there playing it. I think they're talking about Planet Side. You know, that's kind of the drawback of an IRC conversation when you come out of break and you're not really looking at it, you haven't been following it, and they jump in the middle of it. And you think they're talking about the show where they're not. I was talking about something completely different and don't even give a damn about what's going on in the air. No, it's just background noise while I'm typing to a bunch of names on my computer screen. Yeah. You do that. Programming note, don't forget, State of Warcraft airs Wednesday. That is a downloadable show. You can find it at onesyourboard.com with our host, Idiotech. And like I said, that commercial may not have been the best, but considering he's down under and he doesn't have a you know a whole lot to work with, obviously, you got to love those impressions, though. Those are pretty decent. Nobody does the impression of an orc like the Baron does. And I will... Ooh, ooh, ooh. He's going to kill me for this. I'm going to tell you anyways. I'm going to let you know a little secret. For those of you listening tonight, all, you know... Seven or eight hundred of you. Listen. Psst. The Baron has informed me that he and his cohorts at the University of Ohio, he and his fellow Cougars, are working on a big project that they sent a casting call out for on Thursday. Hmm. That's all I'll say at the moment. It's a long way from fruition, but... They just started a new project that, if everything goes well, and if it turns out the way it's supposed to, you will be able to see that at OneGearBoard.com in the future, some months from now. Like I said, it's going to kill me for having, actually having said that, because I wasn't supposed to, but, oh, damn, the cat's out of the bag, and since I'm the one hosting it, well, I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Inadar's like, I'm listening. Kind of. All right. Thank you, Mechahawk. Programming note also, next Sunday, don't forget, prior to the Emperor's Court, Warky, I'm sorry, Wark Radio about anime from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Center will air. Don't forget, if you like anime or happen to know somebody who does, spread the word. Yeah, Mechahawk, you know something that you and only several under other hundreds of people will know and several thousands when they download the show. Although I suppose it could be real, you know, dick-ass and go ahead and delete it from the, uh, go ahead and delete it from the archives, edit the show before I put it out there. Eh, I could. But I'm not going to, because I'm lazy. I don't have time for that. Stop pestering me about the Vanguard thing. Yes, we're going to talk about Vanguard. I was just finishing up the Empire War discussion before we continued. God. You know, you people, you don't appreciate, like, the true radio aspect of the show. I've been trying to be a professional. I say trying because neither you or I can believe this is a professional show. Oh, I'd say it's pretty damn good, though, considering. Speaking of professional, a very heartfelt condolences go out to Highlander 1G, who uh, had his... Um, this is interesting. Pure Orange will be having the showing at Toronto on March 11th. It will be the next episode. God, see, this is what happens when my tongue gets ahead of my... Well, my mind gets ahead of my tongue. All right. Z-Money informed me what I already knew, but in case you didn't know, that Pure Ponage will be airing episode 10 uh, in Toronto at a theater on March 11th and will be released on the web on the 15th. Hmm. Interesting. All right, Centino. I should advertise the anime show on Gaia Online? Yeah, that doesn't sound like a bunch of tree-hugging hippies. Now feel free. It's an anime role-playing site that has 4 million users? Wait, hang on. 
we're going to bring the show to a screeching halt again. You're telling me there's four million anime fans that roleplay at GaiaOnline.com. In a rehash of the trashing I just did of Star Wars fan, four million hygienely challenged users roleplaying their anime characters on GaiaOnline.com. I'm speechless. I, I count myself as an anime fan. In fact, I'm right in the middle of the last uh, Slayers uh, series, actually. But, uh, well, hell, yeah, go for it. Most users ever online was 41,000? Christ in heaven. It has, what? 3,324,000 registered users. That's more than mo that's more than a lot of countries I can think of. There's more anime fans than nations. Hell, there's more people at that site than are watching the Olympics in the United States. Jeez. Yeah, go ahead. Definitely put it on there. It's not like I mean, they're four million anime fans. What the hell are they doing except sitting home and watching anime? They might as well turn on the radio. Not doing anything else. I'm gonna pay for that later, I have a feeling. All right, Vanguard, Saga of Heroes. This is a review that we've been uh, working on for the last uh, two weeks, actually, and, and although that sounds like a lot of time, in reality it's only been about five or six hours of actually reading up on it. Uh, as there's there's some information out there, not as much as I would have liked to have seen, for a game that's uh, getting out very soon. In fact, I'm looking at a review that was released yesterday, I'm sorry, on Friday, as I believe the game is in uh, is in beta now. I'm pretty sure that's the case. At any rate, here's what it's about. Vanguard Saga of Heroes is a high fantasy, massively multi-island role-playing game that is set to debut sometime this year. That's the schedule for it. Uh, it features, there's going to be three continents as opposed to, and I'm talking to the World of Warcraft community because you guys are huge and haven't gotten our start there. You're the, the big MMORPG person I'm talking to. Now the rest of you Darkfall uh, fanatics are coming in too, so we've got you on the other side of this. But... There's going to be three continents. Um, apparently, you can walk from one side of the world to the other if you're unhindered by mobs, etc., in 45 minutes. Now, yeah, friends and family beta. Okay, so it's not an open beta yet. Thank you, Z-Money. One thing that kind of I'm a little shaky on is how big this world really is. Because I can go from one side of, the, of World of Warcraft to the other on a mount in about an hour, maybe more. So I question how big this world is going to be. Uh, of course, we don't really know. It's still in beta, so we're, this is all uh, you know, hearsay and hypotheticals and what have you. Anyways, in three different continents, each continent is going to have a different set of races that you can play as or play under. Kind of like uh, how the orcs had their starting place and dwarves had their starting place and Cosmodan and what have you. Anyways, uh, it's got a variety of uh, different races available per continent. It's going to have, let's see... Starting landmasses are going to be called Thestra with seven races, Qualia with six races, and the Kojani 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 Archipelago with six races available is there as well. Each of which each continent will have a human race available, but apparently there are going to be different kinds of humans: humans with wolves, humans with birds, humans with foxes, and each one of them has their own different name, different statistics, and different racial traits. 
Very interesting. They're actually really breaking this down, and instead of like having nine or ten different classes, which they're going to have, they're going to have nine or ten different races. Very interesting. However, it's not going to be, I don't think, as much as a one versus one where it's alliance versus horde, or, you know, what have you. This is not going to be, from everything that I've read and built around, this is not going to be for you, player versus player folks. Kodajai! Yeah, they're doing the Kodajai thing. I knew that was going to happen. Just like the time I said to go out and collect your weed and sell it on the auction house. I said weeds, not weed. And I was referring to herbs in World of Warcraft. You bastards trying to turn me into the FCC or whoever. It's the internet. I can say whatever the hell I want. So stop trying to pin the hippie let a smoking tag on me. I don't find it funny. I'm sure the rest of you do, though. At any rate. So this is not this is looking to be not a player versus player friendly game. So know that ahead of time. And of course, you all know how I feel about that. I guess we're going to have to uh, keep our hopes pinned on Darkfall in that regard. This is looking to be, they say, it's high fantasy. Uh, they've been made uh, mention of raid dungeons. The 40-man number continues to be bantered about as if it seems like that's going to be uh, the magic number that the World of Warcraft has set up and they're going to keep going with it. I, I guess what their Vanguard's really trying to do is they're trying to up the ante over World of Warcraft and set the new standard for it. If you look at some of the artwork, uh, it's a matter of opinion. Really, on the artwork, some of the shots look actually absolutely gorgeous. And some of them look kind of cartoony like World of Warcraft. It's either one or the other. Oh, uh, Savicti, you missed a lot of shit, actually. You'll have to download the show later. Whoa, Rebound. I remember that game. There's like a, co there's like a cool little advertising here on the right. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be more of an RPG game. But they're showing uh, different... Different characters, and they're more realistic looking than the cartoony uh, type, and they're not. It's more like a more like a first person viewpoint, and they're showing them fighting different bugs in these giant, humongous, cavernous buildings and and rooms and what have you. Uh, the artwork, uh, like I said, in some in some photos, it looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, the water looks like water, and I'm not talking cartoon. I'm talking real water. You know, the hairs, individual hairs, you can see it. And then there's other ones you take a look at and you scratch your head and thinking like, didn't I see this in, like, mist ten years ago? So the artwork, I suppose, if you're looking for something that's, like, total eye candy, this is going to have aspects of that. And depending where you are, it's going to have, uh, you know, there's one shot here that looks like it's a castle in the background, and there's this... this Plains and savannah in front of you of grassland. It reminds me of the shot from uh, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics in the opening segment. To give you an idea. Anyways, going back to the article. Actually, I'll get back to it. Now. I don't have my head in front of me. Um, to me, it seems more along the lines of catering to an EverQuest and World of Warcraft crowd, an RPG group, moving in large groups of you know raid quality like 40 there's talk of even 100 i think there's a 100 man dungeon that's been bantered about that's going to be that would be friggin epic if you're into that thing this is right up your alley but there's also a couple different things a couple different uh, small what i call tweaks the small stuff small ball you know the the what the hell am i thinking of doing the little things so to speak that that make it kind of stand out to me now listen to this now again this is theory 
Nothing, everything is theory. Everything you print on an article, every piece of, of press release and bullshit you fling and spin is theory until the game is out and we all see it. We made that mistake with World of Warcraft. None of us are going to make that mistake again. I'd say the same thing to the Darkfall group. Yeah, in theory, your game sounds fantastic, which is why I'm on board with it. But until we see it in action, that's a different story. Now, listen, pay attention. Uh, <clears throat> There are different things like uh, the UI, the uh, user interface is going to have a couple different changes to it. Um, you're going to use uh, the mouse for looking about the keyboard you can use for the controls like WASD, that kind of thing. You can move pretty much like everybody else. All right. Anyways, you're allowed to consider mobs prior to engaging and looting them, afterwards for profit weapons and drops, which is, I guess you consider whether or not to engage a mob. I'm assuming that's a little hazy, but, uh, you yeah. know. There's going to be two different chat channels, chat screens, one for combat, one for normal. So we're going to have to flip back and forth, and they're both going to be active at the same time. You're going to have uh, mob bars and team member uh, health bars appear normally without needing any kind of other uh, addition or, or uh, modification uh, program. It just automatically uh, appears. And it'll show a little icon. It'll show the spells being used or the skills or the abilities. Um, it'll show you that the, that the creature you're fighting is loading up a special attack or your opponent is, is loading up a special attack. Uh, you know, there's a chance you can interrupt it. Like, they talk about a guy who's uh, drawing a bow to shoot, like an archer who's going to fire an arrow. Well, while he's drawing his bow, he becomes more vulnerable for that particular second. Hmm? What? Yeah. Very cute. Uh, anyways, that's one of the things that's going to have is, um... Well, okay, that wasn't hard. Anyways, uh, so it's going to be more vulnerable so you can get a bigger attack or you can uh, interrupt their uh, shooting ability so they can't draw the bow or shoot the arrow or they can't cast their spell. Um, you can select uh, targets. You can go into a def offensive, defensive mode. Uh, it's a lot of little things that, that to me, sounds interesting. Uh, there's apparently when, you're, when you die, there's no de-leveling, but you, you know... You will lose an experience loss, which you have is an experience debt, which means, let's say I'm level 60, and I die during a raid like five times, okay? I'm not going to de-level down to level 59 because I lost a bunch of experience. But if I ever want to go to level 61, I have, you know, a debt that I've incurred that I have to get by. So of the 50,000 experience I needed to go to the next one, I now have to get 50,000 plus the 40,000 that I racked up dying. That is, I like that in from one standpoint of it's finally giving death a bit of a sting to it. Unlike World of Warcraft where you're, you don't really have penalized of anything. The problem is this is penalizing you for dying during a mob fight. It doesn't say anything about being penalized in a player versus player battle. Which apparently there is going to be some kind of mode for the game. It's just not going to be very refined. It's not going to be very uh, uh, targeted in on. It's not going to be very strong. So I, I don't know why. That you know, brings it up. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, there's it goes on to talk about different different sets of armor, and there's gonna be different skills available, and you know different traits. You don't have to have food. Food's not really a big thing anymore. You have to sit down and eat and waste time, and you have to do that in Ultima Online too. If you know, especially if you start misfiring spells, you had to eat and drink, and <sighs> basically what this comes down to, and it's being published by Microsoft, so take that how you will. In Soviet Russia, tear off names, you. Yeah, 
Well, no, that's the jackass who had it coming, and I'm glad I've got that IP address there. <laughs> At any rate, this to me sounds a lot like World of Warcraft and EverQuest Reborn, taking it into a high fantasy level, high fantasy type format, and then shoving a lot more raid dungeons at you. Is it something that I would recommend for people of my taste? No, it isn't. Does it look like a cool game? No, oh, it certainly looks like it's nice, but I can only get you so far. And I think maybe down the road, people like the Darkfall group, you know, I think they realize that gameplay will keep more people with you that, again, it looks like looks nice but runs like shit. You know, just like Empire War. Yeah, space battles, and especially in the cinematic thing, they look fantastic. But you know what? I can turn on Star Wars on my DVD player and see any of that, and it looks fantastic. But I paid you 50 bucks to play your game, and I can't do that. Thump Gate Spy, all right? So Vanguard, it's the public beta has not opened yet. If you like the rating aspect of the show, or of the show, if you like the rating aspect of World of Warcraft or EverQuest 2, and you like 32-man groups and 40-man groups and 100-man groups, if you like getting together with a bunch of people whose name you only know online and who trust to get the, group, the loot that you need, then this sounds like an interesting game for you. Obviously, we'll probably revisit this game in the next couple of weeks as more information becomes available. Maybe in a month or two, we'll have more to take a look at. All right, but that will be there for us for us to revisit. Um, this is just a basic precursor preview. So you know what's coming, you know what's up. I will leave it to you to decide whether or not it's the game that you want. I bet Darkfall is going to run on GameSpy servers. I would hope not. Because they're talking about putting 10,000 people on one server. Right now, GameSpy can't handle 30 on one server. And that's not an exaggeration, folks. That's fact. All right, I know we're past the top of the hour. We got shit to do still. Um, we have the Winer 7 to come up. Uh, we have to do the contest song still. We have open comments tonight from IRC Group for people who have a question about... Um, different games we played we have to get to that too um what do we have on topic for for next week we have the radio bit we got to get done yes i know sinvicta i've got to send that to you i've been holding on to it i got to get it out there i know i know don't rake me over the coals i know you're going to ask here in a second uh dark falls got new some new screenshots out not really a big announcement nothing really to talk about uh some cool uh discussion about thanks to uh, by the way earth on the forums thanks for pointing it out to us uh that you know when blood hits something it's going to stay it's going to leave blood spatters and you know, some of the, it's got some combat uh, screenshots, which are kind of nice to see something up and running. More information being leaked out to people by bits and bits and bits, kind of stringing us along. Look, you know, Darkfall Group, if you're listening, uh, Taurus and the rest of you guys, release the beta. We're sitting here waiting. Anyways, and then some Gunbound stories for you. That's right. Gunbound! The World Champion Edition. I've been playing it! Emperor, you need to do a porn section? Like a section for the latest great porn movies or websites. Yeah. Nothing lends legitimacy to a radio network and a, and a video game clan like a porn forums. Look, I'll tell you what. You want to know a gaming site that's got a porn forums, if that's what you're looking for? Warbucket.com. If anybody even remembers that place even exists anymore, Warbucket.com. They have a pie eaters forum. If that's what you're into, feel free. I will pass. I have a fiance. She's pretty damn hot. That's all I need. And they've begun the one. Press one if I should get the game. 
Yeah, so Victor, I'll give you a ring after the show regarding that if you haven't listened to it. All right, let's get to the uh, break, and we'll be back here to talk about some miscellaneous bullshit, the Weiner segment, the contest song, you know, you name it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right, we'll be back. It's coming. Sunday at 7. With your host, Warky. Warp Radio about anime. Join me as I take you through the world of anime with cool takes, parodies, and original tunes every Sunday at 7 p.m. Warp Radio about anime. Don't miss it. G'day, mates. Foster's Australian Beer here. We would like to take this opportunity to please remind all our customers to please drink responsibly while playing World of Warcraft. If you are aware of a guildmate playing World of Warcraft while intoxicated, please, for his own safety, ask for his CD key. Should he refuse to give you his CD key, it is your responsibility to the community to take it from him. Friends, don't let friends raid drunk. Remember, Forsters, Australian for beer, Paladin, Australian for pussy. This important community announcement brought to you by Forsters Beer Company of Australia. Everyone screws up sometimes, right? But sometimes the words, I'm sorry, just aren't enough. For those occasions, there's the Apology Knee Pads. The Knee Pads provide comfort and support when you're doing your very best to be forgiven. Why get rug burns when you're already licking the carpet? That's the Apology Knee Pads. Get on all fours and start apologizing. Life is hard enough as it is, but then you have to deal with overpowered bosses, annoying neighbors who raid your refrigerator, or old people who rush the checkout counter at the grocery store. For situations like this, take matters into your own hands and grab a Nerf stick. Don't let the name fool you, there's no padding on this 34-inch steel pipe, making it ideal to beat the shit out of those who have it better than you. After all, if it's one thing Blizzard has taught us, it's that rather than level the playing field, just pummel things into uselessness. It's always funny when it happens to somebody else. That's the Nerf Stick. Feared by warlocks, hunters, and rich people everywhere. Racism and homophobic cruelty is rampant in the gaming community today. To combat this, the Community for Gaming Online Diversity, or GOD for short, wants players to remember to be sensitive to their opponent's feelings and views. So, before you celebrate the defeat of your opponent, which can lead to some awkward moments, think on the following examples. Before you yell, OWNED, at your African-American friend, instead yell, EMANCIPATED. Rather than mock your Native American enemy by yelling, OWNED, instead yell, CASINO. And, for you Arab players out there, before you blow up your Jewish friend's base with those goblin sappers, don't scream OWNED at him. Instead, yell Jihad! Remember your fellow man when gaming, because God wants you to be nice. This is Baron Von Gusser here to tell you you're back in the Emperor's Court on the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. Hit oh rad!
So, oh, I know I abruptly cut off the intro music, but my apologies. Real quick, uh, Tiroth is saying that his my micro is awful on porpoise. What the hell does a dolphin have to do with your micro? What, are you flogging the dolphin? Is that what you're basically trying to tell you? That your micro is bad on purpose because you're busy playing with yourself? I, I, what are you trying to get across to us here? I mean, he, porpoise. It, I think he meant purpose. And don't tell me, oh, I meant to do that. No, he didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't mean to go ahead and, and remark about a dolphin. Slash dot steals pulse from us. Oh, all right. Wait, I got to hang on. What? I'm being pointed to a pole at slash dot. What? What the hell do I care? Most use key combo. Oh, stop. Don't waste my time with this bullshit. It's the corporate theme. No, it's not X fat. Yes. I don't know why, it just seemed to work. So, there we go. There you have it. All right, time for the infamous whiner segment. This is the whiner segment, where we get to bitch about Blizzard and the world of Warcraft. Yes, what would it be an Emperor's Court without a bitching about the world of Warcraft? All right, real quick. Z-Money, assuming he's not talking on his ass, has informed me that 22 hours and 40 minutes after the gates of Anchorage have opened... His guild have downed the 20-man boss and are for, through the first three bosses of the 40-man dungeon. Never mind the fact that hes they've obviously been staying up many hours over the weekend to go ahead and do that. That is actually kind of funny. What does that tell you? If this is supposed to be the new 40-man raid instance, it's supposed to keep everybody busy. They've already downed the 20-man group, and they're through the first three less than a day after the game opened up the gates. Yes, yes. No, no. Not World of Warcraft time. Apparently, real time. Z-Money, if I've gotten that wrong, you better inform me now, because I'm either propping you up a great deal more than I should be, or you friggin' suck. We didn't do the test server BS. The only reason I went on there was to see my Tier 2, how it looked. Alright. Okay. At any rate, for the rest of you people who are playing the game, tell me, how much more of this bullshit are you going to put up with? Blizzard is now in day five of a massive server emergency, and they've been at it since Thursday. Select Realm issues include the following. Fifteen different servers now listed. This was posted on the 16th by Onyx. Over the, this is on the 16th. Over the past 72 hours... The following realms have been impacted by several infrastructure failures. Keep in mind, go back three days, that was the 14th this shit started. All right, And this is the third different posting they had, because they had one up saying that they were going to reboot these 15 servers. Downtime would be half an hour. Four hours later, they started bringing them up one by one. And as they came up one by one, none of them worked. They all had severe latency problems. They brought them all back down. They deleted the thread, and then the select realms issue thread that they have here, they locked. Wow. Impressive, isn't it? Seventy-two hours. Try fifty-six days. Yeah. 
Mim is not going to give a shout-out. Only the first two bosses in the 40-man raid. I'm sorry. So that's the only thing I got wrong with that is they've downed up to the first two bosses of the 40-man raid dungeon and killed the 20-man altogether. Yes. So over 50 different servers have been experiencing issues, and apparently at least 50 are still uh, experiencing issues where nobody can play on them, period. And of course, then you... <gasps> oh, wow. Where did that come from? Ooh, that stroganoff's going back to bite me. Isn't that kind of... Um... Ironic. Anyways, and of course, and if you go right down here to look at the different people talking about, they're putting their own server name in there because they need to be included in this server maintenance. This was posted on the 17th. Today is the 20th. It's been three days since this post, and it was three days prior to that. So you are in day five, actually day six now. Of, shut up, idiot tech. Your commercials suck, by the way. Your impressions were cool. We all agree your impressions were good, but we got to work on your commercials. Idiotech, State of State of Warcraft, Wednesdays. Download it, whensyouwereborn.com. You know you want it. It's a great show. You'll like it. Download it. But yes, I'm still pitching about it. Apparently, you didn't hear the Weiner segment intro. We're going to play it again, just for Idiotech. This is the Weiner segment, where we get to bitch about Blizzard and the world of Warcraft. There. Happy? That was kind of fun. They're still doing the whole Emperor thing. Emperor Orgy. Emperology? That's actually that sounds kind of cool. The study of the emperor. Emperology. <laughs> so tell me, you people within the sound of my voice play World of Warcraft. I know some of you do. So you tell me, how much is too much? When is enough enough? Because I, I keep seeing these different. I mean, let's take one. I'm gonna point out this motherfucker right here. Hang on. Where where is it? I will find it. It was just here. Okay, two delay. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. Nah, that's not it. Nah, that's not it. Alright, there's this stupid post that somebody made saying, before you bitch about the servers, read this. And then she goes on to admonish everybody who complains about the servers. Well, what the hell do you want them to do, lady? It's the same bunch of fanboys who were admonishing us on the on the Empire War forums three days ago when the game wouldn't work, saying, oh, well, you can't complain until you're the one who can make a game. Oh, Really? Well, I'll tell you what, dickass. The next time you go out there and complain because the power company shut your power off, don't complain to them because until you can reroute power. The next time your car breaks or you need to go and buy a new car, don't complain about the car you bought breaking until you can build a brand new car. See, the next time you complain about the house that you bought leaks and you weren't told about it by the realtor, well, don't complain about it until you can build a house from scratch and then sell it. That's the kind of logic you're using. That's the kind of logic we're putting up with. Very funny. So, when is enough enough? How much more of this server crap are you people going to keep paying for? How many more of these fangirls and fanboys are going to go up there and say, You can't, don't complain about it. Don't don't complain about the damn servers. Your $15 doesn't say, You've got to read the terms of service when it says they can't be held responsible. Tell me how it is that a company can put in the terms of service and I quote, cannot be held responsible, our company or our affiliates, for downtime, loss of data, loss of items, or the inability to play online. If you're the game company that provides the service and plays the game and provides the game, if you're not held responsible for your game not working, who is? Trust me, 
This does not cover their ass. I don't care what any lawyer says. There has got to be loopholes around this galore. Does that make any sense to anybody? And it's not just Blizzard. It's everybody has this. Because it's the exact same excuse they came up with by the fanboys, and I assume they're mods posting under normal accounts, also on the uh, Empire at War forums, basically telling us, well, you can't hold us responsible for downtime. Then who the hell is responsible? You tell me, because I want to talk to them. It's not you? Oh, okay, I thought you sold the game. I thought you were the one that owned the servers. I thought you're the one I'm paying for. What would happen if everybody all of a sudden decided to call in Blizzard and say, oh, sorry, uh, there's been a problem with the credit card machines. Uh, I'm going to have to delay payment. We'll get back to you. Thank you for your patience. We're working on the issue. I'm trying to get my hand to swipe the credit card, but I'm getting a cramp in my wrist due to other extraneous activities. So I won't be able to do that. But we're working diligently on the problem. We're hoping to get some kind of brace to put on the wrist that will hopefully get it up in time and running within the next 30 minutes to 4 hours. Check back to my homepage and I'll let you know. We'll we'll get to EAW here in about ten minutes, Nubba, when the show air when the show's off the air. How about that? Because then I gotta load it up and package it and post on the website. So I take about we'll say twenty minutes, and we'll get playing at EAW. And you better not suck either. I'm on a winning streak. I haven't lost yet, so I guess it is a winning streak. Well, you know what? You people continue to pay. You're paying 15 bucks for a game that works only some of the time. You don't care. Or, obviously, you have enough put into this game, or you like it that much, that you don't mind the massive inconveniences. But then you come up to the forums, you know what, this lady's got a point. If you're going to keep paying for the 15 bucks, 15 bucks a month, then don't come on the forums and, and complain, because obviously you love the job that Blizzard's doing. The time for bitching complaining is over. It is time to start bitching with your credit cards until you hit Blizzard in the pocketbook. And this goes for any company. And Creative Assembly's got the same problem. I will not buy Creative Assembly's Total War Medieval War, uh, Medieval Total War 2. I will not. Because their multiplayer function is shit. GameSpy's servers are shit. And I will not play any of the one of them, and I will not pay them for a game that is buggy and barely runs. And the way that Creative Assemblies... Uh, okay, I'm sorry, they're Sega now. That's right. The way their community turned on them and the boycott that went into place, I hope the hell these people stick to it. And unfortunately, reading some of the forums at the org, at TotalWar.org, makes me think that people have completely forgot about what happened in Rome Total War and the reason they were up in arms in the first place. Because they're all like, oh, Medieval was a great game. It was the best one in the series. We'll definitely buy a sequel. Why? This is exactly what they're doing it for. They're putting on a sequel of a game that was extremely prosperous because Rome Total War blew up in their face. And they, they've got egg on their face. They've got to fix their reputation. And that's it's like if World of Warcraft continues to go downhill, and I understand they're still doing well in sales. But those are only catering to the uh, every now and again, not the gamers that will keep the game floating. It's like rushing StarCraft II to the market because it's a name, because people still remember it, and nostalgia alone will compel them to buy the game. So there's the Blizzard Bitch Fest. Gunbound! I have recently started playing Gunbound again. I played on and off again. I have for the last year and a half. And I'll go six or seven months. I'll uninstall from the computer. Then I'll, un I'll reinstall it. Play a match or two. Apparently what I didn't what I didn't realize in the uh, World Championship Edition is that when you, when you buy items, 
you can rent them now for a week or a month or buy them for a lifetime. And here I thought, oh, that's cool. I could get this this cool devil outfit, which gave me uber stats or something, like for my stupid for my avatar, for like 24,000 gold, which was like nothing. So I sold the two items that I had, and I got a shitload of gold for them. I'm thinking, oh, all right, I beat the market. I, I bought them and sold them when they were more expensive, but everything's cheaper now. Turns out that it's only giving me the seven-day price, and I actually need like 100,000 gold to keep the damn item, which I don't have. So I'm going to have like the basic marine outfit. For anybody who hasn't played Gunbound, it's a free game that was actually uh, pioneered by Korea. And it's a, it's like a it's a shooter game. You got a little tiny robot on different maps, and you you know can roll back and forth, and each one of them has a different look and has a different attack ability, and you can shoot at each other uh, across uh, this map. And there's there's a wind, and you have to adjust for angle, and it's a really cool game. It's free to download. Gunbound.net, I think, is the American uh, site. At least they, at least it's in English. And what you do is is you win, you accumulate gold, which you can spend on uh, different outfits for your for your guy who rides the these bots. They call it, it's your avatar, and each one's got a cool look and some cool stats. And of course, if you're rich money bags or if you're Korean, you can go ahead and there's a cash option, and you can buy cash or buy gold uh, rather than play and then buy your uh, avatar. I've come to realize that while the game is fun, there are a lot of Chinese. And there are a lot of Brazilians. And I mean a lot of Brazilians. All right, Sinvict, I'll catch you later. Thank you, softnyx.net. S-O-F-T-N-Y-X.net. See ya. But avatars really, really power your ass up in this game. I've I've just I've thought I was good at like aiming and I can land some shots, but I just can't I just can't hit for the same kind of uh, abilities that these guys hit for, because they've got either they've been playing forever, or they've got a shitload of money, or they're Korean and they just dump their savings and their their entire paycheck into their avatars and they got like, the cool new golden mace on a chain thing, so for any of you within the sound of my voice, what the hell is this? <laughs> Somebody post this this Baron's chat picture in our forums. <laughs> it's a picture of a giraffe in the Barrens in World of Warcraft with a uh, desert eagle pointed to its head and it's got a tear coming out of its eye. He's about to shoot himself because of all there's these different little chat bubbles like I'm a Jeep beep beep. Where's Azeroth? Looking for a group for your mom. Looking for a group for my pants. Laugh out loud. What the fuck? Why does my toolbar go away when I stealth? <laughs> if that ain't the honest to God's truth. Anyways, if any of you gunbound freaks are in there and you can like hook me up with either gold or items, that'd be great because my avatar blows. And I play it on my laptop uh, when I'm in class or in between classes. I got a three hour break and a two hour break on Tuesday, Thursdays. So I'm sitting around with my thumb in my ass not doing anything because I've got my studying done and you know, I'm in Cleveland, and Mystic Mim is like an hour and a half away from where I am, so I obviously can't come up for lunchtime. And I play Gunbound. It's cool. It, it kills time. It's a fun little distraction. It's nothing to it. It's easy to learn, but it takes long to master. So if any of you guys got Avatar items you don't play anymore, fire those accounts up and give me that shit, because I need help. Because I suck. Well, I don't suck. My Avatar does. So there's my Gunbound story, and I've got a couple different ones. 
I am terrible. I just realized when I'm playing combat, I am an ass. If somebody like two people attack me, I will just, I will keep chatting until my wrist hurts. I will type so damn fast, calling them everything in the book. Teamer, cheater, fucked hard, you bought your avatar. I'm an ass. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm in my mid-twenties and I'm acting like this in a game? What am I going to be like when I'm 40 or 50? In my day... So there's that. Oh, contest song. I'm sorry. All right, folks. We're in the show. We had the contest song. Real quick. I've got to get to this because we've got contractual obligations. All right. Here's how the contest works. I am going to play a song from a game. You send me the name of the game to my email at emperor1g at cox.net. That's cox.net. Send me the name of the game, and I will. If I draw your name from all the winners on Saturday, that's noon on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, you will win one of three beta keys to the Guild Wars. Beta uh, uh, opening on March the 24th, courtesy of Jahala of our forums. In fact, where is it? Da, 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 da. All right, the winner of the contest, we actually had 31 entrants, uh, three, 31 answers. 21 of you got it correct. Six of you had the right game series, but the wrong game. The name of the game was Streets of Rage 2 for the Sega Genesis. Some of you had Streets of Rage. That's wrong. Right idea. Wrong game. Cyber Data. You won the contest. You're the one whose name was drawn. Actually, the third one in, too. It was not Gran Turismo 3. It was Streets of Rage 2. was the winner for last week. So, Cyber Data. You win. We will send your beta key to you within a week or so when we get it from Jahala. So, congratulations. You won the beta key for last week. Now, this week... We have a new contest song. Now remember, Emperor1G at Cox.net. I'm going to play about a minute of it, so get ready. Here we go. There you have it. That's the second contest song. You have until Saturday of next week to go ahead and uh, fire it in. Nope. A lot of you are already speculating. A lot of you said troops or troops. Folks, when I tell you, you know this game. You know it very well. You have probably played it. But understand that I am a video game connoisseur on music. 
Not necessarily the games themselves, but certainly the music. And this is one of the best soundtracks for a game I have ever heard. Keeping in line the tradition of everything else. So, this is a song that I'm sure you've heard of. You've definitely probably played the game. Just the end, like 15 seconds. So send it off. Emperor1G at cox.net, cox.net, and you'll be the winner of a Guild Wars beta key for the March 24th beta uh, opening for Guild Wars. I think it's the PvP beta, actually, too. I don't play games with the type of music anyway. I bet you have. I bet you have. Whether you know it or not. So. Alrighty. Quickly, a couple things. Programming notes for next week. Don't forget. Oh, stretch. It's been a long show. Alright, don't forget, programming note, next Wednesday, A State of Warcraft uh, will be up on the site at onesyourborn.com for your downloading ability, or downloading pleasure for all of your interesting uh, news in the Warcraft 3 scene. Check out Idiotex, State of Warcraft, Wednesday. Also, next Sunday, Warc Radio about anime will air from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, all about animation, or j j Japanese anime, uh, with your host, Warcraft the Chocobo. You know, check it out prior to the Emperor's Court next Sunday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. Tell me what you thought of tonight's show, by the way, of uh, the Wark Radio Show. For those of you listening in, who are listening in then, you can download it later. Let me know on the forums, winsyourborn.com. Real quick, I want to thank to my in-studio producer, Mr. Mim, for running the board. As usual, I want to thank out Mechahawk and Savicta and a couple of the other guys for running out there and uh, posting things here and there, getting the word out, advertising prior to the show. I want to thank Jahala for going ahead and throwing us the beta keys for tonight's show. And, of course, a huge shout-out to our sponsors, theharborbluegroup.com, for all your e-commerce needs. Bad manners are better than no manners at all, folks. So I'll see you next Sunday. So long, everybody.